Align Your Practice podcast with Dr. Cliff Fisher, where your best practice and life awaits you. Are you tired of running a practice on your own? We want to come alongside you with experts to help you create your dream practice and your dream life. Here is your host. All right, Tribe, welcome back to Align Your Practice with Dr. Cliff Fisher and Dr. Joseph Esposito. It's brought to you by Align Life. It's just been awesome. I know last time, Joe, we talked about the question, right? So do you want to be happy? One of the core values, which is that was probably my favorite episode we've done yet because it, it hits a chord inside of me of uh, the journey that I went through with core values. So uh, I really enjoyed that last one. So let's kick this off with the question that you ended the last podcast with. All right. So core values. So today we're going to be talking about life core values, like our personal life. So when I ask people, do you want to be happy? I've asked hundreds of people, maybe thousands, and I've still to this day never heard somebody say no. But the (laughs) second question to that, though, is if what? So if my job's good, if the patient comes in, if my wife loves me that day, if my you know kids love me that day, if I get a raise, if like everybody has an if. So what we want to create in this is how do you just be happy because, and the only way to do it is to really d- recognize that core value comes from inside, not outside. We need to decrease and shrink our, what our view is of other people, of ourselves. Yeah, I like that. It can't be an external influence to create happiness. It has to be an inward journey that you're independent of outside influence in regards to the generation of the ultimate currency in life, which is happiness. Yeah. And my wife taught me this, and I I, I didn't think it existed, um, but she has taught me unconditional love. And that's really, you know, you can't give unconditional love if your happiness is dependent on the external. Very true. So, so yeah. So one of the other things. So, you know, really when we're talking about personal, so what the first thing I'd like to do is just I would like to define what core values are. So core values are traits or qualities that are not just worthwhile, but they represent an individual organization's highest priority. They're deeply held beliefs and core and their fundamental driving force. And so like Joe, I know you and I talk about this, but, and you alluded to it in the beginning, but like, this is how I make my daily decisions. Like, am I aligned with that? Because if, if we don't have our core values written out, we're just, we go along with the river, like, right. Oh, I'm going this way. Oh, I'm going to come back this way instead of like, no, I'm focused this way. And so for me, it's like that intrinsic, that's how you form the vision of your life. And so since we're talking about personal, that's where this one is for me. And I know for me, like my four core value or my three core values, um, I have my core four and then my three core values. My number one is caring. My number two is um, integrity. And my number three is connectedness. And so am I lined up with that? And so, and every morning I read those, I'm like, yep, am I there? Am I not there? And, you know, it just changes how you approach the day. Yeah, it's one thing to have them. It's another thing to integrate them in your life. So you look at it every morning. I, I review them on the weekend and just kind of bring them back. I told you I have a backdrop now when I'm doing my talks and the core values. Yep. I see them in my own video that helps me <laughs> reflect on are we honor and values. So it's going to be fun because we're going to also next episode go over the core values of the company Align Life and dive in deep because your own personal journey through life are your core values your business may have a little bit refined in a slightly different context of those values that we need. You need your team to resonate around 
behind, lift them up, honor them, protect them, be convicted around them. And that's going to take the, the friction away from the engine that grows your practice. So this is not just, it sounds very personal, but you know, how many businesses do you know, especially in the profession in chiropractic, where the doctor is um, off course personally and uh, the business is off course. So the doctor is on track personally and he's on track in the, or she's on track in the business. That's just what I've seen is, right, when there's congruency, there's congruency. When you're off, you're off, not on one side of the game. It's life is off, your business is off, <laughs> right? So okay. I think this kind of takes helps these doctors be on course. And one of my struggles, so, and where we'll go in that, so in the business, the core values, they don't have to be my core values, but they do have to align with my core values. That's why I love the name Align Life. Like there's so many great things with Align Life. Yeah. The name yeah. is like, it's the first thing that you hear, but it's like, it's the tip of the iceberg. But so they don't have to be the same. I think that's what I was always looking for is like, oh, are these the same? Where I started to see it was the first time my wife and I did core values together was at, at Dr. Franson's place when we did them that way. Okay, yeah. Um, I'd done mine independently. I don't know that my wife had ever done them, honestly. But um, so then what we did was then we broke apart when we got home and we did them on, on our own and then came together. And so that was a that's a really powerful exercise. So one of the things I would recommend if you're doing your personal core values, one of the things you'll get from us is you'll get a PDF that'll show you exactly how to create your three to five top core values. But once you have those, then you come together. And my wife and I have two, we have three sets of core values together. So we have our own personal. Then we have our family core values. Like what do we believe for our family? And then we have our relationship core values. And so those are the things that we agree to and, and create agreements around. And then we need to start to exercise and live by that. I'm still in my infancy on the, relationship in the parenting core value part but like our, my personal core values is where i spent most of my time and then now it's like i just see the power of forwarding everything and her and i core her, jory and i's core values are not the same my wife and i's um but they have a great lineup and so that's the thing like just don't get stuck in that like oh this needs to be the same your couples ones those do need to be the same that's an agreement just like our company ones that's our agreements you know, that, that's a good to, to, to pause there for a minute on a personal side and looking at congruency of core values. Like this is a good moment to just discuss this for a second. If you and your partner have totally different core values where yours are here and, and theirs are there and they don't overlap, then you're not really you're not compatible. If right. your values and your spouse's values are 100% the same, exactly the same in the same order, the same values, then one of you is not needed. When your values and your partner's values overlap, that there's an overlap of those values, there's synergy, there's connection, and there's growth of consciousness because you're not the same, but there's an overlap of values, and then you nurture those together and you begin to appreciate the other side of the values. I, I wrote, I was uh, <clears throat> like on a fourth chapter of a book that I began writing, believe it or not, on relationships. And, <laughs> and, and one chapter, the first chapter is about um, the, the chore, uh, the, 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 your partner's values as a chore. So when 
when the when supporting your partner's values is a chore, then you move from the opportunity to be in a third dimensional relationship, which is uh, unconditional connection and love, to a two dimensional relationship, which is transactional, which is when you do a chore for each other's values. Like if one value is I want to go, uh, I like social, so. It's a chore for me to go to a concert with you, and I put it as a list, and I, I do it because I have to. That becomes transactional. So when you're inspired by the values, and I, in, the, in the chapter that I wrote, it was a man and a woman, and the woman wanted the man to be more, provide more security financially. So he just forced a little bit in the savings account, and that was it. The second story was where the man was inspired and read about budgets, watched webinars, got inspired, learned about finance, learned, read profit first, implemented systems, explained to his wife how inspired he was, what he learned and how great it is. And he created the security she wanted. Totally different experience. Or intimately, someone is more wanting more intimate experience and the other one does it. You can do it as a chore or you can be inspired and become vulnerable and open yourself up and learn and grow your consciousness and be inspired to honor core values. It's totally different. And that's the move that you make in a relationship is when you make that honoring of a value a chore, you immediately degrade the relationship to a, 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 a tier two, a transactional relationship. Uh, a one-dimensional relationship is where, like a baby, you just go one way. They cry, you feed them. They cry, you change the diaper. They tell you what to do and you serve them. They're not, they're not serving you, you're serving them. Although they give love you know, and you feel <laughs> it, they're not serving your value. They are, uh, it's a one way, uh, one dimensional relationship. So one, two and three dimensional, I think I learned a lot through that uh, understanding about values and relationships. Um, I, I know that was a bit of a tangent, but I, I don't know there, what your thoughts are on that. I don't think it was at all. I got three, I had a couple things of notes on that. I think one of the biggest things for me is, like to be able to understand and support, you have to know them. And if they don't know them, how would you know them? And so getting your core values is like, that is the first step. The other thing you, you talked about in that relationship, one of the things I found in relationships was there's a difference between acceptance and celebration of who you are. Like, oh, I accept everything about you. That's a different comment than your partner saying, I celebrate everything about you. Even if she doesn't like all the things about me, she's like, I still celebrate that because I know that makes you up, that may, um all those pieces make who you are. And so, um, and I love the one to three D. Yeah. Like we all, not we're all, we, we all, a lot of us don't know the different types of relationships and you got to quantify it if you want to create it, right? You kind of know where you're going. We talked about on the last call, the, uh, trade-off, the concept, the trade-off. There's only so many, so much time, energy, focus, and money that we have when we have to allocate those resources to things that are important, core values. So we start with the core values of you as a person, and then whether you do a Clifton and create core values as a couple, or you just look at you and your partner's values together, and you look at the synergies, and I choose to learn how to be inspired by a partner's core values and seeing how does that influence my life? How does that raise my consciousness? How do I... How do I become a better person, better man, better uh, being uh, by honoring those or learning about those values? And the next stage is how do you bring your core values into the business? And how do those align with the business core values? Then you teach those to your team members 
And the energy of that flow is so congruent. There's no friction or resistance. It will drive an energy and an experience in your clinic that will create scale faster, easier, cheaper, and more sustainable if you understand this. This is not, this is a little esoteric. It's not, you can't hold it, you can't touch it. So this is a little off the wall for some people, <laughs> this experience. But watch those that have ultra success. I can name a clinic right now in Align Life that just catapulted and, and I studied the value of this young doctor, his family, his business, and there was such congruency that it, there was nothing in the way. So it's not just, although we're a systems company, Align Life, we, we have you know 450 page operations manual, we audit systems, we have analytics through the roof. Although we have all that, Cliff, it's, it's all about energy. It's all yeah. about energy. Yeah, I haven't had anybody who could really define that well, but I've had also nobody argue that either. Nobody can say, no, that doesn't work. I have no, I have zero with that. Yeah. So <laughs> we spend most of our day, daily life, Cliff, teaching systems and, right, that's what we do. Systems, flows, yeah. communication cycles, that's what we do. Boom, 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 boom. So when you know the system, you can live in the vision. You can live the mission. Yeah. When you're struggling with the system, you don't live in the mission. So although Cliff and I, most of our day is refining system, it's because we live in the mission. And that's what we want for yeah. you too. And this series is getting you to at least start knowing your core values, then your partners, then your business, and then bring congruency there. So the energy's through the roof and you could live in the mission, not stuck in the procedure of running. Yeah. One of the things that came up for me when you were talking was like, what you say is not nearly as important as where you say it from. Yeah. And so we train on all these systems, but I always tell doctors, I'm like, it has to come from the heart and it has to be authentic. I mean, if it's not true, it's not true. You know what I mean? But that's, we could break that down for a while because going <laughs> through the journey, if, you know, I, I, how many doctors have I trained? Oh my God. Uh, through the years. And using the same dialogue, like how to communicate to a new patient, a consultation, make it simple, like 11 yeah. different steps in a consultation. Here's the dialogue. Here's the concepts that you should gain from that human that's suffering, confused, looking for answers, maybe an apathy. There is a cycle, a, a communication, in a sense, technology to get someone to the point that they feel heard get an empathetic connection, understand their problem, their goals, right? There, there's a process for that. You could take two doctors and put them through the same exact training. One, the patient has no connection, even saying the exact same words, the yep. same words, it's like to a T on the communication cycle and a different experience. And that goes back to exactly what you said. And I can, I think I can extrapolate this to the point of what we're talking about, which I said, we said energy, but deeper than the energy is being congruent to your values that lets energy flow through you and your business and your staff, right? So think about that. That is, that's pretty, um, pretty clear for me now <laughs> that why do some of these doctors, when they, the energy doesn't flow right, it's probably if we dissect that, if we look at their calendar, we look at their, the way they spend their money, we look at their time, they're probably off on honoring their innate values. And that contradiction is breaking their ability to gain the success they have. We know it's not the system because we've seen right. the, the system 20 years that it works, right? Isn't that interesting, uh, that energy cycle a little bit? 
and yeah, and as you're sharing that, what's coming up for me is like, I'll have doctors who will say, oh yeah, I want to be the best, you know, at this consultation. I'm like, great. What do you need to do? They're like, I need to do this, this, and this. Next week, they're like, I'm like, cool. You want to be the best at this? Did you do this, this, and this? So they're saying one thing's important, but they're not the actions, what they're doing, the habits that they're creating is that. So that's what like the doctor you're talking, or I think the doctor you're talking about, like his habits are very congruent with what he's saying and what he's doing. When you have that incongruency, like the one where my wife, like, she's like, you say health is important to you, but you don't eat, like you eat too much. You eat late. You don't like, you're not making it a priority. And I'm like, damn it. Um, (laughs) So it's just having that partner who can step in and like call you out in that. And you and me to be able to hear that say such a great point how can I get back on track? Cause she's really disciplined and very congruent. And that's what they talk about, like focus and discipline. Um, and those yeah, habits. I, I gotta, I gotta give you a compliment right here on the podcast, but honestly, your face, your tone, your skin color, tone, your complexion, you just look in the last month healthier period, just so you know, <laughs> so that's a compliment yeah. to you. And I know you're on that journey. So what's beautiful about this is we teach this stuff, but guess what? I love, I love the phrase. We're, uh, we're um, a coach maybe on the podcast, but the podcast is off. We're a player on the field just like you, right? We're a player oh, yeah. on the field. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I like that. Yeah, it's scar tissue too, and it's making different decisions. Like, and I did not realize, like, I ate because I, you know, I, I had a, I was an emotional eater. Now I'm, like, very disciplined. So it's a different level of commitment, and there's a different level of accountability. And I think that's the other thing that, I really have found inside of a line life is there's a different level of accountability and you also have a whole tribe. There's like 40 other offices that are, you know, similar struggles, same struggles, you know, married family, kids trying to grow a practice or have a huge practice. Here's the, you know, so there is a great space, but the thing in a line life that's I think next level, which is the topic of this one is like that personal, like I can, you know, Joe and I have, you know, we don't, you know, I would say probably half our conversations are personal or there's a percentage that's personal and then there's professional because there's no way that we can grow as a company if the humans inside of it don't grow. Yeah. And I love, uh, you've helped guide Align Life uh, with your cultural influence, uh, in that realm of like really honoring the individual inside of the system and, and what you've, you started with the, the corporate team and then working outside with the, the doctors and long-term it affects the patient. So it's the same lesson for those that are listening on this call. You've got to start with yourself. So if you're struggling in practice right now and you're trying to learn a new system or get a new piece of software or a new, a new laser or a new tool or a new something trying to save the practice, if, if you're struggling and you're listening to this right now or you just started practice a year ago, uh, I would recommend just slow down and speed up and figure out what generates what is happiness to you? What does success look like? Like Cliff said next time, just stop completely and take a moment and look at what, what do you value in life? Once we figure that out, the systems, the flow, the trainings, all of that will make better sense. And I, and I know in Align Life, one of the things we do with marketing is when we're looking at the marketing uh, event reporting process that we have in the prosperity plan is that we're asking people to note the different marketing events they do. And there's three things you can do to improve. Because again, I can have two doctors go do the same thing with the same equipment, the same communication, the same location at the same time and get two totally different outcomes. So there, there's three steps you can do with marketing is if you want to grow, 
there's three things you do in events. You can either do more of those events, more meaning more impact because you're going to do more of yeah. them. You can do them better. So that means better communication. You dress better. You speak better. Mm-hmm. You present better, right? You just do events better. Or the third one is you improve your intention. And that's what we're talking about today is you were saying, you know, we're talking in the office, like when their when their energy is right, because the core values are right and there's no contradictions, their intention is solid. So you don't necessarily need to do more or even better. You may just need to bring intention because the words are just words. The energy is behind the words uh, and it comes from your innate. Right. So that comes all the way back to our conversation is how do you define happiness? How do you define success? What are your core values? How do you get the energy right? How do you bring that to the office and get those core values? How do you teach your staff? And now you have the clinic that you can express that energy. And that energy to me helps create intention that you get outcomes. Whether you're doing a workshop, a screening, an event, a consultation, when your intention is right, conversion, authenticity shines and you live your true self. And you reach a level of prosperity that you could have only dreamed of. And as a franchise founder, I'm going to tell you, it's not all about the system. And that's a tough thing for me after 20 years of building a system. It's not all about the system. You have to have the intention. And that's where this series is my favorite on Core Values Cliff is because it's totally the opposite side of what we teach all day and night. Yeah, no, and I'm with you. And I think one of the things you know, clarity and, and certainty go hand in hand. And that's what will convert um, relationships, patients, you know, everything comes from certainty and clarity. And so we talk about like, especially the season we're in right now in this world, like leadership is like, it's hard to find right now. It's because everybody's looking around versus looking inside. And so your personal core values will be the thing that honestly creates happiness in you versus with no if it'll create certainty around your team about in your office around relationships in your family and you know we talked earlier too joe about like one of the things is like you do this with your family like this isn't something you hold in and like oh this is a secret this is something you do with your spouse with your kids you share this with them when they're at that right age and you know help them discover their core values because they're in there there it's not like finding them it's not like searching for them it's it's uncovering and discovering and so the biggest takeaway I think with this one is there's a PDF included in this one. If you finish the PDF and you want to talk for 30 minutes, I'll include my calendar link in the bottom. And I'm happy to have a 30 minute conversation with you around it so that you could get answers to this. Because when I first did it, it was one of the hardest things I did. And then, you know, now I've done it, you know, hundreds of times with different people. And it's just a different space once you can help people uncover and discover their core values personally. That's a great offer, Cliff. To uh, I, I did it with Cliff myself. Uh, I've been through many courses with Cliff over the last two years that inspired me on a personal level and made me, I believe, a better leader for the organization based on some of your guidance. So if Cliff's offering that, I don't know how many people can grab it, but I would <laughs> take advantage of that link half an hour with Cliff to just set you on the right path. It's a life journey of, of you know refining this process, but having a guidance in the front end will make it uh, more fruitful um, of a journey to, to refine your core values. Um, and Joe, like, Joe, that's a great point. Like I probably have capacity just to do about 10. Like I don't know that I have capacity to do a t- like a ton. So if 10 people want to do it, my calendar link will be in the bottom and then I'll pull it off once I we hit that 10. Okay, great, great, excellent.
Okay, awesome. that was a great session. I think it was a good follow-up from the first one. Uh, so I think next one, we're going to actually break down some business concepts, right? Bring it, bring it home to how does this affect my business? How does it affect my, my bottom dollar? How does this affect my prosperity and my success in business, right? Because this does tie directly into, I think, a journey of success in the office. So I'd like to talk next time about when your uh, core values are not honored, how that contradiction breaks a team, how it hurts oh. cash flow. How it, how it causes disruption and puts you off course in your strategy and then talk about ways in which we can honor it. And maybe we even go through Align Life's core values and break those down for them. I think that would be great. That'd be awesome. Yep. All right. So core values, do this sheet. Um, stay tuned for next week. It's going to be awesome to find out how you translate those personal ones into business. Because once you have clear personal, it makes it way easier to create clear business ones. And then we'll do a, a final wrap up. Thank you guys very much. And thanks, Joe, for your time and, and, and intention. Yes, awesome. Thanks, Clay. For opportunities to build your dream practice, presented by Dr. Fisher, reach out to Align Life Centers for Natural Health at alignlifeopportunity.com. <laughs>